You're listening to What She Said, a podcast for bloggers and creatives hosted by me, Lucy Sharif, a freelance journalist living in London. Each week, I interview different women in blogging and the online world, getting their best blogging tips and advice, and a little bit of gossip too. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to another episode of What She Said. This week I'm chatting to Shah from Taylor Hearts Travel. Um, and as I record this intro, um, I'm just about to get everything packed up for a weekend at Wilderness Camping <laughs> a Festival with my baby. And uh, to say that I'm a little bit nervous and apprehensive <laughs> is an understatement. But... <clears throat> So <laughs> it's kind of timely um, because I chatted all about family travel with um, Shah. Shah runs the blog Taylor Hearts Travel, um, which is all about redefining family travel. Um, she goes to really cool places with her little boy Nova and um, she's got one on the way, which is very exciting. Um, and we had a really interesting chat about professionalism in blogging, about how you reach out to, pe- uh, to brands to work with them and even when you feel like they're going to say no and you have that imposter syndrome. Um, she's super, super duper organised. Her work with me page is incredible and she's a really good example of someone who very subtly um, manages to be a dominant force in her niche. She's also team travel hack. So she writes for Monica, a friend of the podcast, who gets mentioned in every podcast (laughs) for very good reason. Um, So yeah, we'll touch on that as well. I really, really hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being part of it. Um, Do you want to, for anybody that doesn't know who you are, um, would you mind introducing yourself and telling us about your blogging journey so far? Yeah, sure. So I'm Shah and I run the blog um, Taylor Hearts Travel and it's all about um, trying to redefine family travel. Um, so to show that one, when you have kids, your life doesn't end. And two, that you can still travel to nice and exciting destinations and stay in like really lovely properties as well. Um when I was pregnant with my first, so many people told me, oh, so you're not going to travel anymore. And, you know, that's sort of basically the end of your your life. You're just (laughs) going to become a mum and nothing else. And I was kind of like, don't think so. But I guess with the unknown, you kind of have that bit of a a niggle at the back of your mind thinking, oh, gosh, am I being really naive? And, you know, is that the case? But, um, yeah, so I guess my blog has morphed from being just about my stylish travels and adventures and things to those with my mini explorer um, and soon to be here second mini explorer. So exciting. So how did, taking it right back to the beginning, when did you start Mm. your blog and why? Um, So I started it, I can't even remember the year. I think I've been blogging for about three or four years now Mm. um, and I've always liked travel um I did a sort of backpacking around the world sort of cliche mm-hmm. um trip that everyone else seems to do um and then 
when I came back and got, you know, like a full-time job and stuff and was still using sort of my annual leave um, to go on weekend breaks and longer breaks and sort of squeezing in trips to, I don't know, Peru just in a couple of weeks and things. Um, and my friends and people just used to ask me for recommendations all the time and, you know, and wanted my advice when they were booking their own trip. And I just thought, oh, actually, I could probably just put this all on a website, use it as a place to do a bit of writing which I enjoyed anyway um, and to share my travels and photos and things and sort of point people to that and I guess because you can start a blog so easily there was no risk I didn't have to give up my job and my pay and everything just to do something that I enjoyed I could do it as well I could do it on the side and so it slotted in quite nicely and it just sort of snowballed from there really. So when you say it snowballed, so um, I'll interject at this point and say that Shah is a member of Team Travel Hack. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but when did it, when you say it snowballed, when did things go from just a hobby blog to being more than just a hobby blog? Um, I can't remember the exact point, but it was quite early on. I remember I um, I pitched to this um, like spa, like this really nice place, a hotel in the Cotswolds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sort of sent the email on a whim and I undenied for ages and I was like, oh my gosh, can I send this? Can I pitch to somebody? <laughs> like I had no idea, like hadn't done anything like that before and it's really different to my day job as well. And I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to send it. And they came back and they were like, yeah, we'd love to host you and work together. Um, and I went and stayed there and did a review and a write-up and things. And I was like, wow, this is actually like, people do want to work together and people are interested in what I've got to say and and there that gave me a bit of confidence to perhaps pitch to other people and then I guess once I'd built my content up a bit and people saw that I was working with different brands then brands started to get in touch with me um, and and gave us lots of opportunities really. So did you at what point did you create a media kit and because you've got a really good work with me page Um, it's really comprehensive and um, it's it's really good I'll link it obviously in the show notes but it's a great example of a simple to the point uh, coherent work with me page I would say um when did you when did you kind of create that media kit and what did how did you do it what did you decide to put in it etc because I hear people worrying about that a lot yeah I mean my day job is that as an executive assistant so kind of like a PA so I'm super organized anyway it's just a part of me and I guess it's my own blog and so I like having everything neat and organized and I don't know I'm I'm a bit forgetful as well though so it's nice to have a page where I can just every time I do something add a new achievement or add a new collaboration on there as a kind of a a way to keep track of it all for me as well as showcasing what I do um but I think I don't think for that very first pitch I had a media kit Mm. and probably didn't even know what one was and then the more I got into blogging and was reading others and then I went to um, a couple of sort of blog conferences Mm -hmm. partly to meet other bloggers and partly to sort of learn a bit and they'd say you really need a media kit and Mm -hmm. you know it's what you should be sending to brands and then I started thinking oh gosh I'm writing to these people and not even like you know sending it as an attachment like I'd say a bit in the blurb and things and you know I guess say what my blog was about and what I'd achieved so far but maybe after I really don't know maybe after the first year or so I decided to put it into a media kit and then it's ever evolving so I've changed it so many times just 
I don't know, I might see someone else's and think, oh, that's a good idea, I should put that bit in. Or I guess I had to change it, obviously, when I had my first child, just to sort of change the angle a bit and to show that I'd be then blogging about stylish family travel. How did you manage that? Because I'm in a similar, well, same position as you were probably back Mm. when you first had Nova, that I'm going from being a just a traveller to suddenly incorporating a baby into things and I definitely know yeah. I want to travel how, yeah how did you manage that kind of um rebranding it's, as it were yeah so um I guess it's a bit daunting really because mm. it's a big change and you say oh god do people really want to like listen to baby stuff or <laughs> you know I don't want to be the person that's like baby spamming everyone no, I feel um, the same. <laughs> but then and I was like, this is silly. Like, I'm not, I want to travel with Nova. And, you know, yeah, they're gonna, there are going to be times when I travel without him, and there have been. Mm-hmm. But predominantly, my focus, and I don't know, everyone always says you should have a niche, although I hate that word, and like a, <laughs> you know, a set focus. Yeah. But I was like, in a way, family travel does allow me that. And, you know, I get to do what I, I want to do and still write about it. And I had a look on other blogs and, I couldn't really see anyone that was doing the same sort of thing. And I don't know, I guess you can only really be authentic to yourself and do and, and write about what you enjoy and yeah. things that you're doing. So it was just kind of a natural thing, but it was a bit nerve wracking, you know, like, oh my gosh, am I really going to do this? Am I going to change my little bio and Twitter um, bio bit and things like that? It is scary. So go with it. Yeah. Um, as well then if you want to work with brands you're thinking okay so now this brand is not only buying into me they've got to trust that my child's gonna you know be well behaved or they're gonna come along or I'm not gonna bail at the last minute and the brands even want to do that and I don't show pictures of Nova's face or really any of him so then there's the whole niggle of oh are they even gonna want to work with someone that doesn't you know share those happy smiley faces and Mm. the stuff that into us for family travel that's really interesting it was one of the questions I wanted to ask you actually because you wrote a really good post about um why why you don't show pictures of Nova's face and actually I almost I have been reading your blog before I before you posted this and I suddenly was like oh yeah she doesn't show pictures of his face and it's really clever the way you do it it will always be you know the back of him or something will be blown you know it's not that he's never there or pixelated or anything (laughs) (laughs) but you kind of do it in quite a clever way um so I know I know the reasons why you don't um show pictures of Nova's face but um do you want to share with the listeners um it's a variety of things I guess really but mainly it comes down to that I think it's his choice if he wants his his face to be on the internet I suppose um and it's at the start when I first started blogging I didn't really put too many pictures up of myself because I just felt I don't know really self-conscious and I'm quite a private person and you know people say you've got to be careful what you put on mm. that and things and um yeah so it's sort of that and then also I've been in the situation where people have put or family have put pictures up you know like childhood mm. ones up of me and I don't know, their Facebook page or something, and I hate it, and I've yeah. asked them to be taken down, and they, they haven't, and I don't want to do that to Nova. And if at any point when he's older, and if, I don't even know, he might not be interested, but if he looked back through anything, and even the ones where I'm not showing him 
or I'm saying something, if he said, actually, I really don't like that, that's embarrassing, or mm. whatever reason, I would take it down, because it's his choice, he's not my, he's my son, but he's not my property. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I it's, Actually, it's kind of a conundrum that I had when Anais was born, and I do show a lot of pictures of her um, mm. Online and I've decided I'm kind of okay with that, but I feel the same as you. If when she gets older, she'll if she asks me to take them down, then that's fine. Especially the uh, the naked pictures. <laughs> <laughs> the pictures so in, weird. <laughs> pictures in her nappy and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she might not want those, but <laughs> it's so hard, isn't it? Because mm. you can't ask them. You don't know what it's going to be like, and times have changed so much yeah. since when we were younger. And you know, I'm pretty sure that once he's at whatever age, he's going to have. You know, I don't know, maybe people won't even have a photo. Everything will be video. And mm. I don't know, it's just a whole new concept. And I think yeah. you've just got to do what you're comfortable with. And I, I don't judge anyone that chooses to show them or doesn't show them or whatever. I just think you're the one that's got to be happy with it, really. Yeah, absolutely. But um, going back to working with brands. Yes. So when Monica was on, she was talking about, um, we touched on kind of etiquette when you're working on press trips and the before before press trips and after and you mentioned pitching to people um yeah do you have a bit of a you probably have a bit more of a slick process now than when you started out um when yeah. you initially sent that first scary pitch email not expecting <laughs> anyone to come back yeah <laughs> how do you go um, about it um I still have the whole like oh they're gonna laugh in my mm. face or should I send it or not um but yeah, I guess I have a sort of, I don't know, not a template, but I have a sort of standard email that I start from as a draft and then tweak. But I'll do a lot of research on the brand. And I think probably 90% of the time, it's a brand that I've um, maybe met at an event or we've been speaking on email before. So it's not really a out of the blue kind of thing. Um, so there's a bit of a rapport there already, which I think helps. Yeah. Um, so I'll have a sort of understanding of whether they would even work with, you know, if they even work with bloggers, I guess, or if yeah. they pay, they pay, that sort of thing. And how do you um, find that sort of stuff out? So when you It's really hard. Yeah, yeah, I find it quite hard. I'm the same as you. I'll probably know them because I've, I've met them at an event or a blogging conference yeah. or we've got mutual friends or whatever. Um, but... Yeah, I've had a few tips in the past of of how to work out whether they work with bloggers. And actually one, which is quite good, is if, say, you're going to a specific, um, a really specific town in wherever, you or a specific hotel, you just type in, just Google it, and then put in all views my own. Oh, yeah, I've had that one. Yeah. I, I haven't done that, to be honest, but it is a good idea, I suppose. Um, it's not, to be honest, it's I, quite a good tip, I, but yeah. I tend to do it the, I'm just going to say the other way around, but like I tend to just look at a hotel, like if I'm searching, if I'm going to a particular destination, I'll, um, I would look for a hotel like I normally would if I'm booking my own trip mm-hmm. and maybe like find three hotels that I like the look of. And then I don't, I, I just send an email to the, the PR contact or mm-hmm. something like that if it's out of the blue. But if it's someone that I've been speaking to, They've usually, I've usually been on an event or, you know, like a, they want to host you to do a bit of, um, like, I don't know what the right, right word is, like bonding or, you know, just yeah, to get like to know you, I kind of yeah. yeah. 
then a lot of the times, like if it's going well and we're just having a chat, then because a lot of times it's not very formal, you know, you may be at a spa day or say for afternoon tea or, you know, nice things and they're, they're normal people as well. So yeah. I usually just say, like, do you work with bloggers? How do you like to work with them? That's what a good sort of things? Just what sort of things do you look for? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and then I usually like, if it's going okay, then at the end I'd say, so do you think like, you know, you would like to work with me or do you think my blog is a sort of thing? And mm. you can get a sort of good indication then. And they're usually quite honest to be as well. What about when you, when you're actually working with them when you're on the trip? So whether it's a press trip or just a hotel review or whatever, how do you go about it? Um, well, I mean, I'm more picky now with who I work mm. with and the, what trips I go on so before I I went on a couple of um press trips where you're in a group of maybe like I don't know five to ten people and so you've got like a really tight schedule you're going from here here and here um and you know they were great and like in their own way kind of work and stuff but now with Nova and I guess because I know what works for my blog or what I'm interested in I'm better at saying no and so I tend to do more individual trips yeah um, and so I c- I'm not being hosted necessarily. I'm, um, you know, me, Jay and Nova will go and do our own thing and treat it as like a normal trip. And so I think it's a bit better in my opinion because then it's a more authentic experience that a reader would perhaps have rather yeah. than being sort of chauffeured from here to there. And then you um, can combine it with bits and bobs that you've paid for as well. So Yeah. Yeah. You can, I find that I get a bit more content out of it's a bit more of a joy in writing the content as well because I don't know about you but if I have to write something even if I've had a really good time I suddenly become a teenager and I'm like no I don't want to write it <laughs> yeah and you're constantly checking a brief and like oh do I have to say that bit yeah. or much easier just to flow and just to write and yeah, as though you've paid for it or you've experienced it, yeah. you know, you've just picked it on your own. Yeah, I, um, I feel exactly the same. And what do you do afterwards? So I always um, make sure, like, a couple of days before a trip or whatever, I'll get in touch and just to, you know, make sure everything's okay and they're happy. And then afterwards, I would always, within a couple of days, just send a note to say thanks and, you know, that's just a polite courtesy email and say that I'll be in touch or if there was any issues obviously update them mm. um and then once my posts go live and things like that and I would send the links and then I usually wait a little while and then I put together a sort of report that includes like um screenshots of any comments mm-hmm. or private messages you know people saying that they've really liked where I went and they want to do the same sort of thing basically all the positive yeah. stuff that, that sort of um helps to show the brand that I was the right choice to work with so um, when there's, um if there's been any issues because I've had a couple of uh trips and it's it's only natural that there's sometimes going to be issues it sometimes doesn't go quite to plan yeah and I've seen on Twitter when people are like oh god I don't know what to do because obviously mm-hmm. in all of our disclaimers we'll say all views my own and I'll be honest yeah. but and so I think all all of us feel or most of us feel like we really want to honor that at the same mm. time when you're working with a brand how do you manage it oh it's really cringy I hate it when mm. stuff goes wrong I mean I haven't had anything too major to be honest I'm quite lucky and that I think because well I research a lot of the stuff and you know if it's a property then I 
I've made sure that it's my cup of tea and yeah. things. Yeah, there are sometimes things that just are out of your control. Mm. Um, I don't tend to write bad reviews on my site, not because I want to protect anyone, but just because I don't want to waste my time writing a whole blog post moaning about something when actually sometimes I think it's better just left unsaid. But if it was something as part of a wider a blog post you know where everything else was fine if I think it makes a difference to the reader then I I would say but I'd probably give the, the my contact a heads up but yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to send a reader to a to a hotel being like oh my gosh it's amazing and you know painting this whole picture and then they spend their own money and actually it's not what I've said it is like because then they're not going to come back to my blog and I'm just going to look like a fake yeah absolutely I think I think you're right it is about touching base with your contact whether that's PR or the there's normally Mm. someone the manager of the hotel or whatever um, and letting them know first as a courtesy and I've found that when that has happened um, it's only happened to me a couple of times but obviously you say it in a really constructive way that's what I was going to say you don't need to be rude about it I've Mm. seen some people tweet stuff or you know, moaning in groups and things, and I just think that's not my style at all. I'd rather keep it private. Yeah, I don't want to air dirty laundry or anything Mm. like that. Yeah, absolutely. And you want to work. You want to work with people again, and uh, and also mm-hmm. that person may move on to another hotel that you want to work for, and <laughs> exactly and keep your reputation. Yeah, definitely. So, moving on to some of your other bits and pieces that you've got alongside your blog, your oh, yep. um, oh hello, Anais. She's got something to say. Yeah. <laughs> Your uh, mini Explorer milestone cards, which I have a set of. Thank you very much. Um, how did that all come about? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm one of these people that has like ideas and inventions for everything all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, I should make that. And this is a really good idea. But this one was something that I could actually go through with and implement pretty easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just... I don't know, you see all these milestone cards that are for, like, my first tooth and my first steps, which I love, and I've got sets of and things. But I was like, oh, to me, though, because I love travel so much, there they're like, and, like, I knew I was going to take Nova on lots of trips during maternity leave. I was like, these are the things that I want to capture, and I don't know if you're finding it yet, but stuff just blurs into one for me. So I'll be like, oh, my gosh, Nova has done this. I'm going to remember it forever. And then two months later, I'm like, what age did you do that, or where were we? so I kind of thought this like the milestone cards they're basically photo props saying like my first dip in the sea or my first passport my first flight um and then you can sort of prop that up with the baby or toddler and then take a picture and um so you've obviously got that memory to treasure but then you can also turn the card over and on the back it's like a postcard so you can write down the, the where and the why if you want to and then put it in a memory box or post it to somebody and things so it's such a I good idea I, I thought it was yeah I love it <laughs> whether anyone else loves travel and traveling with kids as much I don't know but yeah but it's brilliant because it's a it's... bit of a selfish thing <laughs> but it's brilliant because it's not just um it's not just you know for the hardcore traveler because there's stuff like yeah, yeah. I mean, you could do a lot of it 
um, if you were just staying within the country, like just your first trip to the beach or, well, obviously not yeah, my first passport. Yeah, train ride. Yeah, yeah. You don't, it's not all, obviously there's first long haul flight and first flight mm. in general, but you don't have to be, it's not like my first trip to the Taj Mahal and <laughs> it's yeah, accessible. It's second edition. <laughs> oh yeah, you should have one. The hardcore yeah. mini explorer mastering card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, I can't wait to use them with it because I made them once I'd had Nova and we'd been on quite a few trips already. So, with the second one, I'm like, oh, where can I go? And like, going to get to actually use them with my own childhood, which will be nice. Yeah, that'd be super exciting. And you'll have have a set of photos, won't you? Because you'll have like the. Um, just a normal family photo and then also a more creative one where you don't show, show the face. Yeah, I mean, it's not not showing Nova's face on my blog, to be honest, because it does mean you have to double up on all the pictures. So obviously I've got my own collection, Mm -hmm. you know, his little toothy smile and things. But then I'm like, oh, no, if I'm going to blog about this, I need to take another one. (laughs) (laughs) It's good, though. I think it probably keeps you on your toes a little bit because I find it's quite easy to be lazy with the pictures. I mean, I certainly am. I'll use the same pictures for the you know over and over again but actually if you have to take pictures a certain way for the blog post makes you be a bit more creative doesn't it well definitely now when he was younger and he's just a baby you know you just sleep and you can just pick up and you know it's a lot easier but now he's like on the move and even getting him to stand still just for a regular picture is like (laughs) (laughs) impossible I think so yeah definitely got my work cut out (laughs) So going back to blog, your blogging journey and kind of how you started growing, and we've already mentioned that you write for Monica and Team Travel Hack. Um, yeah. When did, what did you find were kind of the biggest uh, growth game changers for your blog? Uh, so, yeah, I guess being on the Travel Hack is amazing because it's such a huge blog and one that I'd followed for like since I started blogging really yeah. um I'd, I'd met Monica um at a couple of events and like she's really lovely just as lovely as she seems on her blog yeah, she's so um, <laughs> yeah so I sort of chatted to her and then she put up I think she called for people to do like um you know to write a blog post on a particular destination like a travel guide mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'd just been to San Francisco, so I wrote one of those and submitted it and didn't know if it would, you know, make the cut sort of thing. Um, and that went ahead. And then not too long after that, she said about, she put a blog post up saying that she was looking for a team. Um, and so I just thought, oh, I don't know whether to or not, and kind of did that. And that's how it, that bit came about. Um, and that obviously helps my blog and mm. good with, you know, can use that as a way to share my family travel as well and to hopefully inspire other people to travel with their children yeah um and then I guess I had a big spike when I worked with um, the airline KLM Mm -hmm. um I partnered up with them for a trip to Canada um when Nova I think he was six months old um with my husband as well and we went to Edmonton and to Jasper National Park and we had such an amazing time, like fell in love with it, that place and it was just so, so good. And so I think that came out in my writing mm-hmm. um, when I was writing about the places and the Edmonton one did really well with the locals there and they were all sharing it and commenting. I think it's got over like 
60 comments on oh on the goodness. one blog post of people being like, yeah, I love my hometown too, and sharing their sort of insights. And KLM also were really good to work with in that they shared my, my content on their social media channels yeah. as well. They've got crazy numbers. Yeah, so that, that was a really good um, time for the blog. Oh, wow, that's brilliant. Uh, that's an, that's, you've touched on something there, um, creating shareable content. Um, mm. can be really difficult if you're trying to think of it that way around yeah. if you do accidentally kind of write something that's just and often it is because it's come from um, an, a place of authenticity so you did actually just genuinely really love where you went yeah. or you're writing about a sort of more emotional subject um, a vulnerable, from definitely a vulnerable the place. ones from the heart do well I think yeah I always find that they're the ones that people really are moved to comment on. And I would always yeah, say to other bloggers, if you're stuck for something to write or you're worried about getting getting gritty and real, just do it because you just won't regret yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think sort of passion and putting yourself out there a bit, then people, yeah, do buy into it rather than just reading, I don't know, like a travel guide. They, you know, they could pick up a... Lonely Planet well, guidebook yeah. if they wanted to read like facts and stuff and yeah. at the start like I did have that whole like dilemma of what is a blog like mm. should I just be writing you know you can do this and top 10 things to do in x places or should it have a bit more of a personal tone do people even care what I liked or didn't like and stuff but I do think the personal bits seem to work better yeah I agree and uh, so I was reading one of your posts and I can't remember what it was it was kind of recently and you were talking about travel but I can't remember the title I'll find it and link it in the show notes but you were talking about travel blogging and yeah. just I think maybe you'd it was a couple of it was an old one it was a couple of years ago I think um yeah and just what it meant for you now and you'd had a bit of a oh time was it the death of travel yes, blogging yes. or something yeah, yeah. yeah that one I think it was I think that was one of the first posts I wrote after I had Nova. Mm. So before I'd had all this time to do what I wanted with my blog and, you know, I could spend all my evenings, all my weekends and spend all this time fretting and analysing and, I don't know, trying to follow all these guides that tell you how to have a great blog and stuff. And I think when you have, or at least when I had Nova, you're just, time is so precious and, you know, I don't get to blog all the time and, I'm looking after him which is fine like I love that and stuff but it just made me be a bit more like actually I'm going to write what I want to write and not worry how many likes or comments it's going to get and just because I want to I don't know I was going to say put pen to paper but it's not really right (laughs) 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 yeah just sometimes you just want to say something don't you and just get it out there and it is hard though like to just switch off and think you know, I don't care if anyone reads it or not, because of course you want people to yeah. agree with you or to, to be like, yeah, that's really well written and things like that. But I do find it a bit easier now to just just put something out there and not worry so much, partly because I just haven't got the time yeah. or the mental space, I don't think, anymore. Which I think is a really good thing, because in, in the post you also mentioned that you'd spent a lot of time comparing yourself, which... Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I've related to it so much, and I'm sure everybody listening to this will relate to it as well. I, the amount of times, times that I hear a blogger who I look at and think you're so much more successful than me, but yep. um, and they'll say, 
I, I've compared myself and I've worried about what I should be doing and what I shouldn't be doing. And yep. then you get to a stage where you just don't care. I mean, obviously for you, that was having a baby and physically being forced to not care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was there anything else on your journey that where you were like, actually, sod it, I'm not doing this the way that people tell me to do? Um, I guess I'm a bit stubborn anyway, and I don't really like being told what to do, I guess, <laughs> like you were saying earlier. <laughs> and I think after a while, you just realise you can't, it's really hard to keep up a, keep up with other people or to try and be something that you're not or to, and it's really hard to analyse other people's blogs just from reading it to know why they're writing what they're writing or to know why they're going on a trip and mm. I don't know as much as like, yeah, there are things that I'm jealous of and of course I'd love my blog to be bigger and better but that's going to be never ending. Mm. Um, I'm sure, like, the bigger bloggers think that as well. And uh, yeah. there times when I've been reading a big blog and then I'll see their tweet and they're, they're like, I don't know, they're looking like, the tweets sound like they're trying to, you know, work with somebody on a free trip or something. And then the next thing is saying that they've just booked it themselves. And I think, wow, why can't you, like, team up with the brand and go on an amazing trip if, if I can? So I guess it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? I, I completely agree. I, and... I think realising that as early as you can, I mean, it's really hard to say that, isn't it, as a team? Yeah. Like, try and realise this early. <laughs> as soon Just as do your do, own thing and yeah. be proud of that, I think, mm. and set yourself, I don't know, like, I used to do a little dance after I got an email back saying, like, <laughs> yes, I can work with you, and, like, sometimes I still do, and I think just hold on to those things, and... um I guess I'm quite lucky in that my husband keeps me in check as well. He'll be like, why are you moaning about that when, like, you've just done X, X, and X? Or <laughs> you wouldn't even want to do that trip anyway, or you wouldn't want to do that sort of thing. So he's good for a quick slap on the face, so to speak, to be like, stop moaning. <laughs> I think um, that's two really good bits of advice. Celebrate every win, however small. Yeah. Even if you think it's tiny that you've emailed your local, um, a local B&B that you've you didn't think would ever work with you and they have or even if it's just a little restaurant review whatever like if that matters to you then celebrate it 100 percent. definitely um another thing i wanted to talk about is something that's a bit controversial i think in the blogging world and actually it's something something that oh, i don't know I, my feelings about it go up and down all the time and i don't i think i'm in a good place <laughs> with how i feel about it now <laughs> but i'm not sure it's working Oh, it's not really working for free, but it's basically how you work with brands, whether they pay you, um, what what constitutes a good deal. So for me now, I sort of feel like there's things that I want, I actively would rather pay for myself because I don't want the hassle. And there are things that I feel I'm really comfortable just accepting a freebie. Um, yeah because actually it like that to me is a value um and yeah, there's things that I just hard, wouldn't it? I won't I won't do for free because it's just not a value and I I don't know what are your yeah. do you have like a kind of inner rule book as it were yeah I think I'm better now at saying no to things rather than in the early days you know, if someone wanted to work with me, I was just so grateful that they'd yeah. read my blog and had noticed me, I guess, yeah. that you, I felt like perhaps I should. But now, and especially since having Nova and things, like, time is even more precious. So I guess 
yeah, I, th- I think it's a bit easier, one, to say no to things if actually the work that you're going to put in doesn't really add up to what you're going to get out of it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there are some things where I'm like, actually, I know it means I'm going to get less opportunities, but I think I should be paid for doing X, X and X. Yes. So, you know, if I, whether I'm pitching or they're pitching to me, I'll, I'll ask what their budget is, if yes. it's something that I think I should be paid for. And if they come back and say, no, we don't have one, then I've sort of made that decision. Well, then I'm sorry, I can't work with you. But, you know, if anything changes, come back to me. Yeah. Um, that's a really but it is really hard. <laughs> it's hard when you get a really nice, exciting mm. invitation to some far-flung destination and you really want to go. But I don't know. I guess now I think, especially when it's a family trip, mm. I'd much rather just pay for it myself mm. yeah. um, and, and not do any, not feel like I have to work on it and just enjoy it as a family, you know, save up the money and, and go on our own accord. Yeah. Um, because yeah, when you're... Agree when you're working on a trip it is so much work like everyone's like you know friends are like oh you're on another freebie again yeah. but yeah <laughs> i guess free. it is a freebie but <laughs> you do have to do work and yeah. you know as much as a blog post maybe doesn't look that much up there i don't know it takes ages to write it edit it do all the seo stuff mm-hmm. edit the pictures like Promotion. i'm trying to do a bit more video now so then that takes time and yeah. Yeah, there is a lot that goes into it, and yeah, you do get a lot out of it, but it's not a, it's not the same as I don't know winning a competition Absolutely, and just into yeah. <laughs> go on an exciting trip. This is when it's it, it's better to be a journalist on a free trip because it is easier. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> it's a lot harder when you're a blogger because also there's social media as well that you have to do. Um, what's your Stern, isn't it? it? Yeah. It's never ending. What's your um, favourite type of social media is it to use as a blogger? Um, I really like an Instagram at the moment, um, and like the Insta stories and things. But I have the whole struggle of because my blog and my whole profile is about family travel. That when I'm not travelling, trying to yeah. still be on those channels and not just being like, oh, I'm doing the washing now or boring <laughs> things like that, but. But then I watch other people's and they're doing things like that. And some of those, I don't know, I just buy into the person and yeah. I like watching them. So I've got that whole dilemma at the minute. But, um, oh, yeah, I'd probably say show Instagram. Yourself, Marcia. I love it when you talk <laughs> on Instagram stories. Oh, <laughs> I think um, that's a, another really good point. When you're, what happens when you're not traveling and you're a travel blogger? Because both of us are not full time travel bloggers. Um, mm. And we're also not full time travellers <laughs> because of and especially when people. you're having a baby. Yeah, like I'm not allowed to fly anymore, oh, so yeah, kind grounded. of you know. <laughs> but I mean, I can show like UK stuff, but yeah, it's not like every single week I'm travelling. So mm. it does. I guess you have to get a bit more creative, really. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's a really good point to end it on. And um, so, where can everybody find you online? Uh, so my blog is taylorheartstravel.com um, and then if you search that or go from my blog there you'll find all my Twitter and Facebook and things like that but it's just Taylor Hearts Travel. Thanks for listening to What She Said and if you like this episode or any of the other episodes please think about giving me a lovely rating on iTunes I really appreciate it. If you want to connect with me head over to my blog wanderloose.com or hit me up on Twitter, Instagram or Pinterest where I'm at Wanderloose blog.